Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Whoa! I've just got back from a matinee of Mary Poppins in the afternoon with my four-year-old son. Just lost us. How was it? The show itself is excellent. You know, I'm not a massive musical fan, but it's a real heart warmer and they really don't, you know, they go all out. She's excellent. Did it melt your icy heart? Uh, Did you cry? Did you weep? I don't cry. What's there to cry about? No, no but no, please. The... Top of the bag. Chopper's. Maybe think of you. Chopper's strawberries ripe. No, yeah, wrong. Yeah, sure, sure. Same, same. But I've different. never, I've never wept over tuppence. Don't you worry. No, no one's weeping over tuppence. There are a few though. Chim chimney. It's lovely. Listen, it's a real spectacle. And when he starts flying, and they both fly, they do a lot of flying. It was great, but obviously my main concern was my son. And I did call them up and said, listen, I've booked these aisle seats. Can you just tell me they're not next to a pillar? Oh, no, they're not next to a pillar. We were next to a pillar. Luckily, I've got long leg linguine and I could actually, I had to every time just climb over, climb over to get him a pillow. You know, they've got cushions for children, haven't they? Mm. But the main thing is, I read in the small print last night, we will not be admitting any children under five. As you know, my son is four. Listeners, my son is four. So I had to say just for today, young one, you're five. So he's been telling everyone in the street that he's five. Did they ask? No. And there are at least, you know, five, three-year-olds there. But it was fine. Two and a half, two hours and 50 minutes with an interval. No we one cares. It. As long as it's like us when we put, you know, not advisable for children under 14. Once we say it, we don't care if you mean no. your seven-year-old, do we? We've no. told you if you don't care, they're not going to lose out on This money. is an inappropriate show. There will be drugs. There will be sex. There will be rock and roll. There'll be two baggy women on stage. At Enjoy. your own peril. <laughs> At your own peril. Guys, we're getting really excited about Zadell. Tickets are selling really fast. It's March the 16th at 7 p.m. at the Crazy Cox Brasserie Zadell. I, I must inform you because by the time this comes out, it's already, it might even be sold out. But get your tickets quick. I'm scared. I'm scared and I'm skinned. Now, what's really nice is that you went on a um, a date with your son just mm. lost us that's really nice because I think mm. that part of my son's sort of um, bad behavior is due to the fact that we never get one-on-one time it dawned on me this morning because I'm left with him quite a bit because the um, now that we're back to work now that it's back to reality there's been a, tra- a train strike for what seems like forever the um, willing partner just sets off at 5 a.m to sit on her bus for three hours take her into Soho into her editing suite is she not um is she not tempted to get on a penny farthing I I wouldn't I wouldn't allow it she oh, five in I mean, the morning no figures on the of eight no I just wouldn't I just I, I cannot raise if the she goes room. where I are we gonna her. go shelter it's gonna have to call shelter <laughs> <laughs> she goes with she's not going anywhere no, fair enough. All right. Him. I just think, you know, yeah. All right. And so it dawned on me to take us. It's such bad behavior this morning. I had both of them. And then he started saying how he um, really didn't like his sister. Then I started working things out. And I thought, let me see what happens if I try and give him. It's really impossible. You know, he wants mommy. Can we do a jigsaw? And then she comes and trashes his dig jigsaw. Mm. Mommy, can we play jigsaw? Then she comes and knocks over the tower. And it's just, it. I mean, I'm really getting annoyed with her, even though it's lovable. I'm annoyed with her. Just let us play a game. He... It's, of course, he's getting very annoyed. So there's only one game we can get away with where he seems to be happy, which is playing ball. We throw a ball and she's piggy in the middle and she just goes from one of us to the other, just screaming, trying to catch the ball. He laughs. It's really tragic. It works. So his mood returned. I thought, actually, he just wants to play with me. So I was, I was explaining in a text to the willing partner. I said, listen, 
it just dawned on me that I haven't had one on one to one time with the eldest since she was since the youngest was born 14 months ago now. And she sort of I texted 30 seconds later, she said, I think you're right. And to that end, I've booked you a date on Sunday with your son. You've got sticks and sushi at lunch, followed by Frozen the musical. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I've always wanted to watch Frozen, but when am I My gosh, go? my one was going on about Frozen the musical on the way back home on our bus because it was obviously in the brochure and the, the programme. I, I love the fact that you all you have to do is send a quick text. You get a text straight away back with just a solution. That doesn't happen with heterosexuals. With, just saying, with the, the heterosexual community me. will not do that. I really think I need some <laughs> one-on-one time with our elders. Okay, I booked you. Dinner for four, dinner, three course meal, and then followed by a musical. And then, I mean, it just doesn't happen. If it's, it's only two women, then that Listen, will happen, FYI. Let me tell you, I am just utterly thrilled. I think I'm going to enjoy it far more than he. I've always wanted to watch Frozen, but I, I mean, unless I go with the gays, who am I going to go with? But no, I'm going to go with oh, the gays you or go. your son, actually. Next time I'll take your son out. But it's just so nice and I don't have to put my hand in my pocket again. Again. <laughs> Plus a change. Whoever paid for that, thank you <laughs> Thank you very, very much. much. Now, you know, last week I was talking about Lad Baby. My husband listened to our podcast and went, oh, what's the oh, yeah. matter with you? Right, Lad Baby. And I said, okay, I don't know how I feel about it. Exactly. Okay, Lad Baby, he tells me, there is an English YouTuber with his lady wife, um, Ian Hoyle and Roxanne Hoyle. And they have had a Christmas song hit with sausage rolls for everyone. And they are just massive. And that's the name of the band, Lad Baby. So they're a sort of... Uh, I'd like to say a comedy duo, but they're not a musical duo. And that's who they are. It's not an expression for anything. They're, and basically all of their songs are based around the sausage. This was on the back of a book that your son was really enjoying with you. Called Greg just, the Sausage just Roll. So that, just so that our motherfunkers are sort of Yeah, up I'm to just speed. saying I didn't get my fact. I didn't know who they were. I, just, I can't believe this expression called Lad Baby. What's that actually mean? Well, they're a band and they do really well. So, you know, there we are. That's the thing about our podcast. We're an absolute education. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It will enrich your minds. Stay tuned in. Stay tuned in. So it's January. It is tax return season. Now, you know. It's so I usually... annoying that all you do is harp on about. Oh, yeah, go on. You're going to tell me about the accountant. Shall you tell me the same accountant for the last 75 years? Go on. I have to say that. I usually do mine in October, November, so I've never had this issue of doing uh, Jan, but I've I've sent it off now. However, when I sent my initial sort of spreadsheet to my accountant, I just get a sort of he's my accountant. I, I'm not going to mention his name, but why he's, he's not going to listen? Say, I could, no, but it doesn't matter. We mustn't. I know, but we must get into the habit of actually no, saying names. Do an impression of him. But no, I will do an impression of him. But I would say he's on the spectrum. He sort of lacks empathy and. Um, you know, he's he's an accountant. He's an abacus. He's a he's a human abacus. So I sent him my spreadsheet, and I just get an email straight back. Just you know, seventy five pounds? Question mark? Question mark? Is this all you've earned for the tax year twenty one to twenty two? <laughs> Regards. <laughs> I got back and I said, uh, yeah. Um, I actually have been at home, you know, making babies, looking after the kids. You know, this year I hope to double that. Smiley face. Anyway, he gets on the blower, and he says. Joanne, he, he's always, he's called me Joanne for 25 years. Joanne, because you have earned £75. <laughs> I said, stop shaming me. I know. I said, I'm trying to laugh about it, but I also understand it's quite tragic. He goes, but you have put through £15,000 worth of expenses. <laughs> it just doesn't add up. He goes, 
HMRC, this is going to flag with HMRC. He goes, I'm just playing devil's advocate. And then he went through, he goes, as you tell me, you've been having a baby and looking after your family. So why is your wardrobe so expensive? And I said, no, I have, you know, I I said, I have a weekly podcast. I have a weekly podcast that I do on Zoom and I have to look good from the waist upwards for my comedy partner and our guests. And anyway, he absolutely scrutinized every item. And And he absolutely has every reason to, especially every week. I see you in the same tire dressing gown. (laughs) This thing. If you were dressing says, up, I go no, no, no. Give, give her a break. She looks beautiful but every week. She makes an effort for me. But every week in the same furry bear. <laughs> That's the problem. But sure. <laughs> and then he said, he said, Joanne. He said, if if by what you say to me, because he likes like like a lawyer, you're at home looking after your kids and doing your weekly podcast. He said, then why are you catching so many black taxis? Where are you going? <laughs> he said, I'm not suggesting you're a hermit. And I said, no, no, no. You're right. I'll take the black cabs off. I'll take the get taxis off and the Ubers off. And he goes, and the motoring expensive. He goes, slim down the wardrobe, take out the, and I go, okay. And anyway, he just made me absolutely, yeah. All that work, he's just punching those dates and those bloody figures. Anyway, he goes, it's not as if you've got any tax to pay. You've only earned 75. I said, I think we both know that that's, you know, it's pathetic. Yeah, the lowest ever, lowest ever. It's amazing. Also amazing how I found the money for my expenses. But anyway, some some questions Look, will you just will never find. be answered. You always find the money for your expenses. <laughs> Don't worry about that. So how did you spend the epiphany, Shirley? Oh, is that what we're calling it now? I was with uh, a couple of friends. We did. The problem is, is the kids, isn't it? It's a problem on the new year. Are you talking about the new year? No, I'm talking about epiphany. 12 days after oh, Christmas. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, nothing. No, no. 12 days after Christmas, no. Yeah, three didn't kids, three wise men. I didn't, I didn't even know it was um, a thing. Um, I, I King, didn't even some know. Some people call it King's Day. It's up to you. In Spain, the children actually get gifts on the 6th of January because that's when the three wise men came bearing gifts. But that's all right. Well, you go, New Year, didn't even go out. You're about to go on about your New Year. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, it's something that I used to acknowledge the twelve days of Christmas. It's okay. But I don't it's all right. The epiphany. When did you when did you um turf your tree out, or have you not yet turfed it out? Um, it's 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 turfed out. That's gone. Yeah, I can't wait to get the tree out. Trees I out. Hate it. I could I couldn't bear getting down the decorations when I was younger. Now, as soon as the day is over, I just want it out. I love getting it in, and I love getting it out. Absolutely. I'm. What did exactly you do for your epiphany? I'm sorry because we're talking about the epiphany. Okay, the epiphany is arts and crafts at the church. Obviously, children dress up as kings. And um, I am, obviously, because this drops on the Monday and we're at the end of the week. This is obviously just the plan. So we are talking the past, present yet again. But the plan is arts and crafts at the church on Saturday and then pizza. And then obviously I have to dress the only you can get free pizza providing you dress your children up as kings. So I'm dressing them both up as kings. My eldest has obviously already got the costume. Oh, absolutely. Just that, that's that's a no-brainer, but, isn't yeah. it? Just but that's what I'm doing. I mean, these are the things now. Listen, it's coming to crunch time. You've really got to look lively, and I am. I absolutely am. People have launched into panic about the school application forms, my end, in southwest London. You? Oh, my gosh. I just did it in five minutes. I know I visited so the, first, the top two, put those two down, and the bottom four, I just literally, we just... Did you do spent- a whole six? I did a whole six and I just, uh, I literally did like blind man's bluff for the last four. I know the schools. 
And I just and um, I just went on Mum's net and I just saw what people were talking about. I go right, let's put that one for our third. Fourth, Sorry, can we just rewind? Is it because you're just you're so confident you're going to get into your first and second? I think if we don't get into the first or second, then I might actually keep him on at his prep school. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I see. More. What age do they go till? Eight. It's a prep school, so they go to. Oh, okay, fine. Know, oh, okay, so you don't really care. Which a lot of people do, and a lot of his friends are staying. Well, I would rather he got his first choice. And I don't mind the second choice. And what does it go on? Is it just it. catchment area in your area? So one year at the um, at the Bellum in Peckham. Which is good Bellum, by all one accounts. Year, it's good yeah. by all accounts. One year, no one got in because that particular year, all of the siblings got priority and filled all the spaces. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. no one got in one year at the Bellum, which meant that their subsequent years were empty. Because if right. people don't come full reception, I don't know, it was weird. So then Do they, you know how many spaces. spaces are available for 2023? Um, I think there are 60. I oh, is it a two-form, um, two-class two year? Two forms. Oh, yeah, two-class year. You're absolutely fine, yeah. Absolutely. And so we should, and we're very close to the school. It's absolutely stone's throw away. And um, yeah, I've not been, you know, when they're all of a certain standard, it's state school. It's, they're all good. No, they're all you're fine. fine. You go to the one that's closest, don't you? And you like the uniform of. Yeah, it's and very like hairy the, uh, around ours. It's really risk, risk a biscuit around mine, but never mind. We live nowhere near where we want to go. I just co- cannot imagine a situation whereby you don't get a place at the don't church. Don't jinx it, Shirley. Don't jinx I'm it. I'm not going to jinx it. I just don't understand what, who is doing more than you guys. I mean, short of getting on your Two other knees. couples. Two other couples who we're very close to. Have you got to. your eye on them? Okay, so that's three children. How many to the, does the church school take in? Well, because of the siblings, there are about eight places this year. Really? Do you know that you're just making it up? No, last year there were 11. They think there are eight this year. Anyway, um, don't worry about that. We'll sit. We'll sit. Well, I say we'll sit, we'll know soon enough. We won't really. We have to wait until Easter, March. I imagine the thing is we can't even have this conversation. I was going to talk to you about a wet January versus a dry January. I'm talking about booze, nothing else, because this was on Radio Four. They were talking about basically how the dry January is really what a difference it makes to the liver, basically. And I've never done a dry January in my life. But you know, when I was a heavy drinker, I did five dry January. Yeah, jams. I remember you being The longest dry month, is, I was quite dry in, in both senses. Um, it, it's it's a long old month. And by the when you get to the sort of late 20s, you're just, I, I know I sort of, I think on one or two occasions, I, I sort of caved in before the 31st. It's the longest month in the world when you're trying not to drink and you enjoy a drink. But it's a good thing to do you for very Oh my virtuous. gosh. I mean, it, it clears it's really all the detrimental um... to your health alcohol. This is the thing. I was listening on Radio 4 and thinking, okay, and I she's was just, so tempted. To she's just off. discovered. No, but it is. I mean, it's just they're like, what? yeah, one in three get liver disease. It's really terrifying. And yet the guy who was on some professor said, of course, it's sociable. It's fun. It gives you a buzz. It brings you close together. It's, you know, he gave the pros and the cons. But they said, you can really tell if you give that dry January a go. I don't give the dry January go, but I do do Monday to Friday. What you drink Monday to Friday? As in, I lay off the booze Monday to Friday. I have That's done. That's good. Last, That's well, much, much better. Yeah, not bad. And then, yeah. That could just be enough. My yeah. friend does dry November because she says January is the month when you need to drink more than ever. But November is a good month because you're going into December party season and it's just too much. Oh, yeah. So actually clear, clear the old rafters. I think and, um, absolutely. Then, uh, listen, pick a month, any month. No month is good for me. That's the sad thing. Have you been listening to Radio 4 at all this week? Yes, I have. Michelle Obama. I know. So boring. Who cares? 
Oh my gosh, I listened to it this morning. I, I thought... was thinking it took me ages to work out who was talking oh my and God. why I, I, why I should memoirs, care. The light that we carry. Who cares? She was talking this morning about making mum friends. She was like, I knew when she turned up without getting her hair fixed and without, without washing her car, she was my real mum friend. I was like, who actually cares? Because I'm sure that the only memoir you care about right now is Spare. Spare? You mate Harry, the Royals. Okay. But have you read what's come up? I didn't know that was the name of the book. But did you know that he lost his virginity in a field at age 17? To he admits whom? to taking cocaine. I've got it up here. Yes. I don't care that him and I don't care that William attacked him. They're brothers. Who cares? That's what brothers do. They scrap all the time. I said this to my husband this morning. He said, can you believe it? I said, Shelley and I scrap. And he said, not when you were. I said, yes, in our 30s. I said, <laughs> well, it made me remember because, you know, lots of people have come back just saying siblings fight. That's what they do. Yeah, what but they this do. is obviously the, t- the topic matter is relevant for his for, for the purposes of, of his autobiography. But it did r- remind me of the scrap we had, the physical scrap we had in Leicester, which I was actually trying to tell someone the other day at a New Year's Day party. They, they wanted to know what Shelley and Shelley was all about. And I was just sort of talking about us. And I got onto the fight in Leicester. And that's when she sort of checked out. Yeah, as in, I, no one really what, wants to you mean? You back, and also she hasn't and I said, But me. you know, like, I, I said, you know, like sisters, like, you know, like you, if you had a sister, you would fight no, with your sister. Just, she couldn't, she couldn't. No one wants to hear about words. it. Because it sounds like a terrible reality TV show where two women are just, t- two fully grown women are taking themselves to the floor. It's not, listen, if you weren't there, it sounds really, you know, it's proper hooligan stuff. But if you were there, it was also terrifying. Our director and and friends that were there, they were, yeah, they were, they didn't know what to do. They said it was just like Alsatians had set on each other. Shirley was hungry and us. we had to, yeah, we were rehearsing. Listen, listen, listen. My point is, I don't think there's a big deal about um, William taking his brother to the ground. And I can imagine he's very angry with him. I imagine he's even angry now that he's left, he's left it out of the bag. That's fine. How about... Harry admits to taking cocaine. Sure, who hasn't? Um, Harry accuses Camilla of leaking stories to the press. Oh my gosh, that's not great for your stepmom. And the fact that he admits to killing people again. He went to the. He went to war. He went in the army. What's he just going to do? Just pretend or just use nerf? Not they call nerf guns. Nerf, nerf guns. guns. I mean, I I'm not saying it's great, but what do we expect? Are you just? Are you saying much like uh, Michelle Obama? It's a bit of a dry read. No, because I, I don't know the read, but I, I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm obsessed with Harry. I think it's great, but I'm just saying, I think all these things I love because it's basically, you know, he's very accessible. Loses virginity in a field, age seventeen. Sure, join the rest of us. Cocaine, who hasn't? And you know, but we I don't think that many of us have killed six men. But then we haven't been in the army. You go in the army. Um, you can't pretend kill people. I, I'm I'm scared. I I just think it's getting you know where where what's the end game here? It's this is going to really. I really want him to have a relationship with his father and his brother, and I just don't think this is going to be. No, I don't think it's going to happen now. It's going to be like your man there. Don't and the the which one? <sighs> you know the one who was abdicated. George. Was oh yeah, name? that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward, you know that one. Well, all in my head, I just have Alex Jennings. One of them. But it's obviously not Alex Jennings. Alex Jennings paid him. Yeah, but he abdicated and he went and lived with Wallace Jones for just a nice peaceful time in the in the raft, just, in, you know, in private. But that's exactly what Harry, Harry and Meghan are doing. He married an American mm-hmm. and buggered off. No, but the, yeah, I know. But this this is very public and it's scandalous. He's he's sort of airing his dirty laundry. And it's just not the thing. I know, but those chicken coops are not going to pay for themselves, are they? I understand. I understand. I'm just worried because this this is the reason that, you know, the public turn against them is because this 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 all threatens the future of the monarchy. And whether we like it or not, whether we're for them or against them, that threatens us because it's all we've known. 
Anyway, that's my theory. No, I do know what you mean. Um, it's not nice to turn in your family in such a way. Yeah, and we're, we're just like, just keep the status quo. We don't like change. We just like those. We like the queen's face on 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 a tin of shortbread. We These things feel I safe to us. I love that you bought me with the, tin, with the queen's face on it. I just said, don't don't rock the boat. We don't take our royal family away because then we'll just be left with the likes of Rishi Sunak. You know, it's scary. So we just, we don't want this. Because I this keep is forgetting exactly that he's our prime minister. Behavior. Of course, we don't. We we forget much like Joe Biden. They're just they're just which I suppose is better than the alternative. Who knows? Who knows what the hell is going on? Who knows? I know it's old hat, but I did finish White Lotus. The White Lotus. What did I you loved think? It so much. I loved it so much. It was just so delicious great? and so sexy, and oh, she's just amazing. But I was really disappointed with the ending. I don't know why they killed Jennifer Coolidge off. Coolidge. Those gays. They're trying to kill me. I had worked out that she was going to... a gay. Yeah, you're total. You're gay too? <laughs> um, I just, I absolutely, I worked out she's going to go out on a blaze of glory. She's going to shoot all the gays. Great. And they're the ones that get drifted in that we saw in the first episode. Brilliant. Why they made her die, I don't know. And apparently um, there was an article that the willing partner, she always reads up after these programmes, Jennifer really didn't want to be written out. She says, don't kill me. How about we do an alternative ending? Yeah. Where, you know, like I bob and then I get found and then my eyes open and I'm alive. Yeah. Because what's so cool about this whole idea, this whole series is that when inevitably series three comes back and we just see her walking in with her long line of luggage. Oh, no, we love which it. Is so brilliant. We love it. There's not an audience member who's just going to go, oh no, not her again. No, we so love her. I think, I think Mark White really... Um, Mike White, sorry, not Mark White, which is a very Mark, different character. Marco Pierre White. Uh, uh, Mike, Mike, the director and writer, Mike, Mike White. I think he did himself a disservice by killing her off. I think it was really stupid. I didn't mind the end at all. It's not as if she wanted to go. She didn't want to go. She wanted I to was stay. on edge. I was on edge of that yacht scene. I thought Tom Hollander was absolutely sublime throughout. I thought her assistant was extremely insipid and she didn't have much of her character arc because what did she do? She didn't even go back for her bar. She didn't run off. She's so many opportunities. I know, but she, no, but she was sort of threatened not to, wasn't she? But even at the end when she, it's just not. It's just okay, if you haven't watched quite, The White Lotus, anyway. this is going to be a really annoying little segment, but watch it because it's really good. Oh, just her watch PA it. in this actually is huge. Apparently it's got, Hundred, which is big and massive, massive in the state. Well, listen, so. she was the lead in the um, film we appeared in, <laughs> Statistical Probability of Love at First Sight. It's a very pithy title. I've never seen that film. The Netflix show. Oh, I've seen it because I went to the screening. Can I watch it on Netflix? We're in. We're in for about two seconds. Is it it's two or four? You told me shed- it was four originally. No, we've been cut down to two. Okay. It's a film called The Statistical Property Probability of Love at First Sight. <laughs> oh fucking hell. Yeah, that's the reason why. It's a real, I just don't understand. Statistical probability of love at first sight. A very dear friend directed it. The lead is the the PA in The White Lotus. Oh, She's an American. You've got to do better than that. You've got to give them and, a name. Yeah, I don't have it. Maybe you could be looking that up whilst I'm talking. That would be good. Shelley and I were asked to do a little um, sort of skit in it, in a sort of memori- memorial service. So we do our... For those of you who are uh, are familiar with our work, we do our peanut dance. It's actually one and a half minutes in the live. It got cut down to two seconds. And I was asked to write on it. I wrote about five scenes, um, one word, no, two words um, made it to the final edit. So it's a brutal industry out there, Shirley. It's brutal. But it should have been released at Christmas because it's a sort of um, winter 
uh, romantic comedy, but it looks like it might be released um, in um, Valentine's in February. But let's let's keep your eyes peeled. I can't wait for it to come out. It was very good. Loved it. I can't wait for it to come out. I have to say, I did really enjoy those prostitutes in it. Oh my gosh, joyful! They're just weren't joyful. they absolutely You're just rooting for them. Joyful. Listen, it's great. If you haven't seen White Lotus, just watch it. But it's actually really annoying because I know not everyone has Sky. And it makes you want to go to Sicily and it's so beautiful and everything is just hyper. And just you want to escape into that world so much. It's just it was a joy. So we just watched an episode tonight and I didn't even say, let's watch another one. Because I just said, when this is over, it's over. And I, I want to I want to stay with these guys for as long Hayley as I can. Hayley Lou Richardson. Hayley Lou Richardson is plays Portia and she's the one who plays the PA. And she is the lead on in that film. Shirley with just the mentioned. title that Shelley can't pronounce. Shelley, we've actually been told that we're going to be cut off in a second. I think we've spoken a lot. We're wanged okay. on. Why didn't you give us your dead duck and your winner winner? I've been toying with my winner winner and my dead duck. Why didn't you go first? Winner winner. I'm just. I like the fact that it's January, and once I get this return out the way, I'm not even. I'm not even finding it difficult to return because again, no money in, lots of money out. Who cares? But, you know, I'm hopeful for new beginnings, new horizons. I, I you know, I'm, I'm a positive person. I think actually this this year could be fun. It started quite badly, um, disastrously, in fact. So it, I really strongly believe that it can only get better. And my dead duck is the fact just um, on a very shallow level that my cleaner is still away. The house is upside down. She's the only thing I look forward to. Well, one of the only things I look forward to on a weekly basis. And I got a message saying that she's still in Poland. So so that's fine enjoy see you soon let me know yep they've all gone back to the eastern block you um winner winner you don't have I to don't have actually... one you, know, you actually don't have to have one no no but it's fine it's fine because it's not as if i'm not you know i am grateful for things i am grateful i don't want to seem ungrateful i am grateful for things it has it this 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 year started pretty terribly we 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 had a loss of a dear dear, a dear woman so that would be a dead duck but then the winner winner is remembering the good times and being grateful for the good times. It's very sad. It is very sad. Um, thank you very much for tuning in, and we shall be do back. Keep listening, and do please keep listening. Listen, it's what happens. You know, it's sad, sad but true. It's sad. All yeah, right, but we, we must be grateful. You know, it's so easy to say. Oh, I'm, no, I won't mention that. But no, so it's both a, a winner, winner, and a dead duck. Sometimes you're very sad because you lose someone, but also very, very grateful to have known them. Exactly. All right, guys, keep on listening. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.